Hey, good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the WLBB Community Voice, a News Talk 1330 FM 106.3, streaming live online at Newstalk1330.com. And this morning, we're on the News Talk 1330 WLBB Facebook page. My name's Colin Worthington. Uh, and if you are watching this on the News Talk 1330 WLBB Facebook page, you can see this thing growing out of my head right now that's been there for about two days. My wife has named him Clive. So uh, she's, she's a keeper. The other guy on camera this morning I'll introduce you to right now. He's a, uh, one of two people in a single contested race in the city of Temple for the November 7th municipal election. Ward 4 Council Member Tom Wallace did not qualify for re-election this year. Two others did. And uh, one is former Ward 3 Council Member Holly Miller, who has been on the Community Voice program uh, within the last month. And my guest this morning, who I'm really enjoying having the pre-show conversation with, his name is uh, Stuart Morlett. Good morning, sir. Good morning, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great, and I appreciate you coming out here. Hey, I appreciate you campaign. guys everybody watching. Thank you so much. Very, and I already had uh, had people calling up this morning at 8.15 saying, where's the show? Stuart, it's like, I'm, hang on, he's coming, 8.30. I, you know, I have, I have great supporters out there, and I, and I appreciate all of them, you know, They've been uh, they've been a tremendous help, just helping me learn the community and 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 just putting you know a face with a name. And they're making sure that you got on the radio this morning. That and, is true. Uh, all right, introduce yourself. Give us the story of Stuart. All right. Well, who, what, where, when, why, how? All right. Well, I was born in Southern California, raised in Dallas, Georgia. That's why I look like this and sound like this. <laughs> you know, I am Hispanic. I know it, it throws people off all the time. They're like, no way. But yes, yes, I am. I was just raised in Dallas. Um, I'm a father. I am a husband. I have three kids, two are in the, the one's a senior in Temple, the other one's a middle schooler, eighth grader, playing for the football team. Go Temple Tigers! We got a big playoff game tomorrow night. Um, other than that, man, I'm just I, I'm just a normal dude. I'm just a normal guy who cares about his community, and I never in a million years would have told you I'd run for any kind of elected office. Mm -hmm. It just ha I just kind of tripped and fell into it. Uh, I'm going to embrace it, and I'm going to do everything I can just to uh, make this community stay kind of. Humble, you know, humble and, and home. And we'll talk more about your motivation there, but tell us about your employment. All right. Well, uh, I joined the Teamsters Union in 2014, and I work for the entertainment industry here in Atlanta. Uh, I drive whatever they need me to drive. It could be a minivan with cast one day, or it could be an 18-wheeler full of just all kinds of stuff. Uh, it was something that I tripped and fell into that, too. Mm -hmm. uh, the Lord's been looking after me. I can, I can say that. Um but it's, it's a growing industry, and I hope that it, we can get it to stay here in Georgia, that maybe one of my kids follows in my footsteps and does it. Um, there's so many opportunities for everybody involved. If you, if you can draw, if you have anything, any kind of autistic mind, like they have a place for you. You know, if you're if you got good work ethic, they'll find a place for you. All right, you put me in touch with somebody. We'll, we'll figure out something. <laughs> the um, so the strike, the recent strike. How, how did that affect you and your family? Um, it's. I was very fortunate. I have friends that haven't worked since May because of the writer's strike. Mm -hmm. I was working on a project, and um, they dropped off a little a mini skid steer and said, hey, who could drive this? And nobody wanted to do it. I'll do it. He said, great, you're working until September. And I was working, and I was you know, moving big pieces of rock and everything else for mm -hmm. a huge set that we're building. And when, September, when they didn't resolve it by the 100-day mark, Netflix went ahead and said, hey, we're going to go and shut down. That's not with me. I've enjoyed my time off, I'm not going to lie, because in our industry, it is all or nothing. You're either working 75, 100 hours a week, or you're not working at all. So when you have downtime, you have to enjoy it. And so I've hit the golf course, and I've done all my, my son's football games mm -hmm. and all the practices, so I've really enjoyed my time off. 
Stuart Morlet, our guest on this morning's Community Voice program. Um, and, and let's t- talk about your motivation for running. You said you just kind of fell in the chance to uh, to qualify here, but there had to be something that motivated you that made you think that you were the right guy for this. Well, I've always I've always coached. I've always coached travel softball. Mm-hmm. I have girls um, that are playing college ball right now all over the country. I coached at a high level, so I always had that co- that connection with the community. And I stopped when my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. I was like, you know, right. We got to battle this. Like, this is our first priority. And if we got through that, she's doing all her reconstructive surgery. Um, so, but she's got a clean bill of health as far as cancer goes. Um, and I started kind of missing that connection. I was like, man, I, I, you know, I try, I try to help out with kids around, around the community. And I try to donate time, donate, but I just did everything I could. I, just, I was just missing something. And um, I went to a couple com- planning commission meetings and I was like, all right, good. These, these people have an idea for Temple. And then the following council meeting I went to, they just threw that whole planning commission out the window. The council just was a deaf ear to it. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at my wife, I said, we've got to step up and do something. And she looked at me, she goes, I don't like that look in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, and it was, it was something because like, the zoning commission's like, no, we don't want to do this. It's not the right time for Temple. And the council members are like, well, whatever, we're going to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, growth is a big discussion in it West is. Georgia, whether it's Villarica, Carrollton, uh, Harrelson County, and Temple. Um, you know, the, those, the Planning and Zoning Commission, when they, if they approve something, and those are brought before mm-hmm. city council, you as a councilman, I mean, how will you determine what, uh, what and where you can say somebody can do with their own property or it, property that they plan to own? How will you how will you uh, you know debate that? Well, you, you want to look at you want to look at the growth. You want quality growth. You want, you want quality homes like good first like starter homes for people to come in okay. and put roots down so that you're bringing in community minded people instead of transitory growth to where you bring in you know um, townhomes apartment homes where people are just going to come stay for a little bit and leave because they're not investing in your community. They don't they don't they're there to pay rent do what they got to do and go on down the road. You put in these good starter homes or even estate homes for people who are making take it to the next level. Then you have people who are thinking, all right, I'm gonna, I'm putting roots down here. My kids are going to go to school here. I want to see this community grow, and they're going to they're going to start putting things in. They're going to go down to the downtown area and spend their money with local businesses. And that's what you really want. That's what I want. That's my dream for Temple. I watched Dallas blow up. I watched it blow up. I grew up there. I still this day can go through the Walmart down there and have to stop every five minutes to talk with people that say, hey, how are you doing? And, you know, for the life of me, I can't remember them, but I know I know them. (laughs) And it drives my wife nuts. She just keeps shopping, and I'll be there for 15, 20 minutes talking. But, you know, you lose that as as time goes on because everything grows and grows and grows and grows. But if you can bring those like-minded people in, that doesn't go away. You're just making new friendships, new relationships with people. And then, yes, it just take a little time, a little longer grocery shopping, that's all. Stuart Marlett, our guest on this morning's Community Voice program, one of two candidates running for uh, the uh, – um, run, running for, yeah, Board 4. I was trying to think if uh, Wallace – Wallace just decided not to seek re-election this year. Would you have challenged him at this point if he uh, was going to seek re-election? Um, yeah, I, I probably would have. Um, Mr. Wallace, he, he did a great job on the city council, and he donated a lot of his time, and, uh, and we're thankful for that. Uh, but I think it's it's time to just get some new, fresh views. Mm-hmm. People who weren't that didn't grow up grow up in Temple, and that's all they know. And, and as 
that brings me to something that I saw, I've seen online a couple of times that suggests Temple needs, quote, new blood in office. Um, and I'm guessing, would you agree with that phrasing and, um, you know, and why? Well, I wouldn't say new blood. Maybe just a fresh look. Fresh look. Yeah. You know, just a different perspective. I grew up in Dallas. I've, I've lived in Tahoe. I've lived in, in Corpus Christi, Texas. I've been around. I've seen different things. Um, I've experienced different things. So if you have somebody who's really never left Temple, that's all they know. You know, that's just, it's just, they want to keep it that way or they, or they just want to expand it so they can bring the world to them. I, I, I want to look at it and say, all right, this is what the world is. This is what Temple is. This is what makes Temple special, being a hometown, being, being just friendly. I mean, I, we had a little tragedy, family tragedy, late last year. <clears throat> My grandson passed suddenly. And I had neighbors come up I never even talked to. It just hugged my neck. You don't get that anywhere. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Yeah. Still get gets me sometimes. Well, sure. Um, but you know that's that's what I knew that Temple was was where my family needed to be. On on the opposite side of that, as far as new new views, I mean, knowing that if you were elected, could you be as productive um, as beneficial to your ward quickly versus someone who you know Holly Miller has been on city council for uh, you know close to a decade now? How? You know, could, could you be beneficial as quickly as, as she would be or Nothing relatively close? in government works quick. Nothing. <laughs> so it will take time, but what, what I can do is take or I can encourage people in my community, in my ward, that have issues to bring them to the council. Instead of just griping on Facebook or with your neighbors, bring it to the council. Let us, like put the, put, the, put the problem at our feet so that we can pick it up, look at it, and then address it. That's what that's what gets lost is people are like oh I'm electing that person he's going to do what he wants but we can't do what we need to do for you if you don't tell us what you want. You um, kind of talked about Facebook here. Do you take criticism well? I mean, do you have an example of how you how Man, you, you dealt with criticism? The Lord gave me these broad shoulders for a reason. <laughs> Bring it on. I, I mean, I've like I said, I've coached competitive softball like fast pitch softball, eighteen U softball, and I have heard it. There's not twice. too much. I've heard it all twice. Yeah, oh. there's not too much you can't you can't say that I haven't heard, all on right. and off the field. All right, time right now is eight forty-one. My guest this morning is Stuart Morlet. He is uh, one of two candidates running for the Ward Four City Council seat in the city of Temple. Uh, questions and comments, please post those to the News Talk thirteen thirty WLBB Facebook page, and I'll try to take a look at those during the uh, during our conversation. Otherwise, you're stuck with what I have to ask. We'll be back after this uh, first break. Community Voice brought to you by Tanner Health System and Oak Mountain Academy. Oak Mountain Academy is an innovative school of academic excellence celebrating a 61-year legacy. I'm Patrick Uran, head of school, inviting you to join us for our annual fall festival. This Friday at 3.30, join us at the OMA gym for food, fun, and fellowship. Costume, games, raffles, and competitions are just a few of our fall festival exciting activities. For more information, visit us at oakmountain.us. Discover your journey at OMA. Prepare, explore, and achieve. Health is a journey. It's making better choices, even when it's not easy. It's taking care of yourself and the people you love. At Tanner Health System, we're there for you with every step, with primary care, heart care, cancer care, women's care, orthopedics, surgical services, and so much more. We're dedicated to helping you live and feel your best. So let's get on that journey to health. You've got places to be for many years to come. Find us at Tanner.org.
842. Welcome back to the WLBB Community Voice News Talk 1330 FM 106.3 News Talk 1330 WLBB Facebook page. My name is Colin Worthington. My guest this morning is Stuart Morlett. He is one of two candidates running for the uh, Ward 4 seat on uh, Temple City Council. What do you see as the primary role of being a uh, city councilman? Just uh, my primary role will be taking taking stock of what we have, right? And then trying to apply that to what we need. Because I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that we have already going in the, that I'm not aware of, the general public's not aware of, but people involved with council already know. There's probably projects in planning that nobody knows about. And instead of keeping that secret, let's just put it out there. Say, hey, look, this is what we got going on, Temple. You know, do you want to be part of it? Do you not want to be part of it? And, and it just gets information, transparency. Get, let people know what's going on. You, um, it, it, as a city council person, say you're faced with a vote for, uh, for an issue like you discussed in there, and you feel like you're educated and, and you feel strongly about one way because of what you've learned, perhaps. But however, you got you have constituents that are reaching out to you, and uh, the majority, whether it's just three or whether it's ten, the majority of them are telling you that um, you know they're not in favor of that. How do yeah. you decide? Are you going to go with what you think? Or are you going to? You know, my heart's always going to be with the community first. If it's going to better our situation as a community, then I, that's what you got to go with. You can't take one person's needs or wants over everybody's benefit. Uh, that's probably the hardest part about coaching, about being in government. I mean, you, have, you might have a star player that's 85%, and she wants to go but it's not going to put you in the best position to win, right? In that case, I mean, you're probably going to be able to teach a kid a lesson or something. But, yeah. I mean, but, but to make the wrong decision for something like this, you, oh, it's not worth risking you, teaching. You're your never going to make everybody happy. Yeah. Never. As much as you try. But if you, but I would probably try, take my decision, go to that person who's unhappy or those, that group of people who's unhappy, say, this is why it's a good decision. And then negotiate with them or just talk with them say look this is why it's a good decision for the community as a whole i understand you don't like it but if you look at it from this point at this angle here maybe you'll see the benefit from it and maybe it can change a little the way people some think mm -hmm. but you know you never know you never know is ward four um different than other wards i mean can you describe it differently and uh, i mean how would you describe it well i mean the 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 fourth wards is is definitely um more family homes you know there's not a whole lot of businesses in there mm -hmm. uh it's just this is daily commuters going in doing that grind every day they get up go do their grind and come home they want to come home to a peaceful place you know they want everybody's home to be a sanctuary that's what it should be when you close that door behind you like all that should just fall off and that should be, that should be where you want to be that should be where your problems are and i would i would hate to think that problems are coming from outside like pressures from the county or the or, or commission or whatever um, so that's what it is to me. That's what Temple is to me. When I get, when I hit my door, man, all the, it just all melts away. Like it'll be there tomorrow. And that's what I think everybody, if everybody could live that way, everybody would be much happier. Do you think Ward 4 has any different issues than the rest of the city? Um, or, you know, anything that stands out to you that, um, that dang train, yeah. that dang train that comes through Temple, there's nobody. <laughs> and, and I worked for the railroad for, uh, for a year. I did a railroad derailments, and um, you're never going to beat them. You're never going to beat them. They've got more money than God, mm -hmm. you know, and they got more power most of the time. But and now they're going to wage a campaign against you. Oh yeah, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I, but I mean that train, that that thing, 
there's no rhyme, like rhythm or rhyme to it. It's either there or it's not, and you just deal with it. Um, I'd love to find out if there's some kind of way we can do like a tunnel si- uh, under. I think there sage. has been discussion about that. Maybe for or Temple, they, well, they talked about a bridge, but you can't go back. I mean, because oh, yeah. there's the. Or the fly, like a flyover bridge or something. Something. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's work at something out. And maybe there's something in the works I just don't know about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'll find that out. But, I mean, that's really, there's no, um, I haven't heard anybody come to me and say, I have a huge sewer issue in my, in my neighborhood. Like, we have backup problems mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, everybody's just every, a lot of temples ready for change. They look at the council and they think, "Oh, it's a good old boy system." I'm not one of your good old boys. I don't have a family member out there that owns a bunch of land that's trying to get a deal done. I'm just a normal dude that moved in the temple and saw that there's a need there, and I'm going to fill that need. You talked about how much time you could um, c- uh, devote to your your job. I mean, sometimes 75 hours a week, and sometimes not at all. Are you able to? Um, you know, be a council person. You know, if you're gone for 75 hours in a week and you're out of town, how do you uh, still be a council person? I've been very fortunate to build great relationships with some of the uh, managements in in this. And, I, and when we start a movie and say, hey, you know, these are my dates where I have city council uh, meetings or what I have to do. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Go do what you got to do, then come back. If we're still filming, go what you got to do, what you got to do, and come back. Because most of our meetings are at 6 o'clock promise you we don't wrap till 9 10 11 12 o'clock at night mm-hmm. that's just the way it is in the movie industry um so i, I have some leeway there and uh for the last couple of years i've been doing something with the movies called picture cars so uh anything you see uh, an actor driving or a vehicle moving on screen it's been my responsibility to find those vehicles and uh, rent those vehicles so it's more of a management's job so i can kind of do that from the house if i have to or be on set. So, I mean, I, I've had some flexible jobs. I think we can talk about that gig uh, also, but we shan't <laughs> this morning. We'll, uh, we'll take our final break here. Time right now is 849. Stuart Morlett, one of two candidates running for that Ward 4 seat on Temple City Council. Again, we'll take that final break. Come back with about 10 minutes. Community Voice brought to you by Tanner Health System and Oak Mountain Academy. Oak Mountain Academy is an innovative school of academic excellence, celebrating a 61-year legacy. I'm Patrick Uran, head of school, inviting you to join us for our annual fall festival this Friday at 3.30. Join us at the OMA gym for food, fun, and fellowship. Costume, games, raffles, and competitions are just a few of our fall festival exciting activities. For more information, visit us at oakmountain.us. Discover your journey at OMA. Prepare, explore, and achieve. Health is a journey. It's making better choices, even when it's not easy. It's taking care of yourself and the people you love. At Tanner Health System, we're there for you with every step, with primary care, heart care, cancer care, women's care, orthopedics, surgical services, and so much more. We're dedicated to helping you live and feel your best. So let's get on that journey to health. You've got places to be for many years to come. Find us at Tanner.org. Time right now is 8.50. Welcome back to the WLBB Community Voice News Talk, 1330 FM, 106.3. My name is Colin Worthington. My guest is uh, Stuart Morlett. With, um, he's uh, one of two candidates running for Ward 4 uh, for City Council of Temple. Brian Acree had a question here, but I think we um, did touch on that just before the break. Um, Donna Johnson says, what are some specific needs Temple has that uh, you'll be able to address uh, you know, with your knowledge and your experience, something that you can uh, benefit? All right. Well, the biggest thing is, me being a teamster and holding my commercial driver's license, 
uh, I feel like the downtown Temple area should be a no truck zone except for local deliveries. You have 78 that runs through there. They can they can bypass Temple, go down 78, and catch to a. Is it not already like a no truck zone? Aren't there signs that say don't? Well, there are signs that say they, don't cross the tracks yeah. here and here and here. Well, then they have no. I mean, no other reason to go down there. I mean, I don't know how far. Well, those they use signs. they use 61. The mm-hmm. cutting, and 113 to cut through mm-hmm. from one side to the other. Mm-hmm. But there's 78. 78 goes down to 113. You go through Villarica to get to Dallas. We should make downtown Temple a no-truck zone. Get with the local DOT. They love writing tickets. And when they pull you mm-hmm. over, it always turns into more than one ticket. I promise you that. So you have our, our local PD with the DOT. Pull, pull a truck in. It's coming, coming through Dallas after we post it everywhere. Mm-hmm. No trucks. Local deliveries only. And then, bam, there's extra revenue for Temple, and we stopped getting these trucks hung up on the track. I took some young boys out there to the ball fields to train when they're off week for football, mm-hmm. and we watched. I can't tell you how many trucks pull in all the way to the last crossing, see they couldn't cross, and have to back all the way down. I'm talking about four a morning. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's going to get somebody – that's going to turn into an accident. Would you like to see um, downtown Temple be more pedestrian-friendly? I don't see oh. improvement or, you know, pedestrian, um, you know, towards I-20 or anything like that. But yeah. in the downtown area, I mean, if you'd like to see that, how's that happen? I, I mean, it's going to take more than KRG, and he's done an amazing job by just lifting Temple up. He's decorated it. He's, he's put money and time into buildings. Uh, we need more people like that to come in. We need somebody to come in or individuals come in and say, I'm going to take this. I want to make it into a park. There's a great there's a great section of the tore down building. You firm you firm it up and you just clear it and there's your, there's your park. There's your, this is a little sitting area, whatever it could be. It could it, it'd be anything. Temple Senior Center gets as much attention as uh, any other yep. um, part of, of the city of Temple. I mean, with, with Parks and Rec, too. I mean, can, can you um, how, how can you help them out some more? I mean, the senior center, I mean, I, I didn't realize they had, like, pool tables and stuff in there until I went to a meeting, and there was, like, a closed-door meeting in there. I was like, wow, there's the whole rec center in there. Um, I know that there's a group that goes in there and uses it, but, I mean, encourage, get it out there and encourage your community to come and rent the space for birthday parties, mm-hmm. for, you know, for whatever you can. You know, incorporate it into not just a senior center, but a community center. Time right now is 8.52. My guest this morning, one of two candidates running for the Ward 4 City Council seat in the city of Temple. His name is uh, Stuart Millett. Um, considering that Bremen, Villarick, and Buchanan, those are the surrounding cities for Temple, they uh, at one time offered voters the option to give city council the power to permit liquor sales to package stores. Oh, man. Um, should Temple do the same thing? Well, you look <laughs> at, you have convenience stores, you have uh, your grocery store, you have your restaurants. They're all selling alcohol. Your restaurants are selling, you know, adult beverages, liquor. So why not come up with some kind of game plan to where it can't be between, you know, it can't be certain footage or be next to a school or a church or a daycare. Look at that and say, all right, these are our parameters. Let's put it on the ballot. Let Temple decide. Let the people of Temple so you decide. you put the parameters before you even ask if they yeah. Say, look, should this give you guys permission yeah. to permit. If we want to do it, mm-hmm. these are our, these are, as a council, these are our parameters. We don't want it next to a school. We don't want it next to a daycare. We don't want it next to anything, a church, anything like that. This is what we want. These are our parameters. And if Temple can approve these and say, yes, let's go ahead and do it, let the people decide. You know, let the people decide. Because mm-hmm. they're, going, they're going to travel and get it anyways, right? Why, why not keep that tax revenue in the city? I think that's the key on it. Um, would you be open to uh, allowing uh, residents to vote on Sunday sales for package store? Now, Sunday sales, 
have always been like some some places do it not a problem some are after 12 30 mm-hmm. that would have to be kind of part of the parameter as well i you know after after 12 30 one o'clock that's fine with me um i play many golf courses where they don't serve alcohol until that after until, yeah, until the afternoon yeah. it's not a big deal <clears throat> to, personally to me um but that's you know that put it part of the parameters we like you know yes or no on sunday if so let's do it after 12 30 and then here's here's what it is and the parameters um would you allow for a possibility for one or two or three how many how many liquor no, stores it, does Temple yeah need? no it doesn't it doesn't need to be like atlanta where there's a pawn shop and a liquor yeah. store in every corner uh, you know per capita you probably need one maybe two depending on the size of it so he comes and bring, brings a huge you know beverage house no that's the only one you need yeah. right but if they a little corner store one and maybe another one at the other end of town and that would be it how about any civic organizations or nonprofits that you've been a part of, whether on the board or uh, um, I would, donations than, to a nonprofit? Yeah, other, other than really, all of my softball teams have been nonprofit organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, we would start with fifty dollars in the account, and after our season, if there was overages, um, I would throw it. I would throw it to the parents. Look, we we're going to nationals. We're one of uh, twelve teams from Georgia going to nationals. That's huge. Do you want your girls to get nationals? Uh, t-shirts, bags, stuff like that, or would you guys really have the, the refund? I've always done it. I've always played it that way. Um, I have, I, you know, I've, I've done some charity work with uh, uh, with the Teamsters. We, we do, I guess it's, we would donate a percentage of our paycheck to go and buy Christmas, and then we'd go down to um, St. Jude and do, like, Christmas for them they like literally like here's what you have pick it out and then do do like a santa claus thing for me it was it, and it, i'm telling you if you've never been down there those kids right there will make you look at life a little different because every time you mention teamsters though i'm always just i'm, I'm picturing jimmy hoffa <laughs> and all these guys so we do more than that i'm not associated with that so i do apologize um how about um mentors um who do you, who do you turn to for advice who do you watch for guidance i mean it could be somebody you know an author or you know, public figure or family member? Well, I mean, first and foremost, you got to look at the Lord and see what he does, right? Because he's not going to let you do anything he doesn't want you to do. You might try, but he's going to correct you real quick most of the time. And other than that, I have some I have some older individuals that were mentors growing up, and if I ever get stuck on a situation that I can't figure out or I'm having trouble with, mm-hmm. I know I can always reach out to them. You know, one of my golf buddies, uh, he's an older gentleman. He's one of my best friends. He's done so much more in life than I can ever dream about doing. And if I, if sometimes I go to him for questions, like parenting questions, because I mean, I'm, I'm just a parent just like everybody else. I'm learning as I go. I've never had a, a 21 year old child before, but mm-hmm. I'm about to, you know? So I, if I have questions, I go to him or I go to, you know, some other friends. I want to give you like a minute at the end here, just to kind of just, you know, drive home some points if you want to, but what do you know about, and this may have already ended, I don't, I just hadn't seen anything. There was a, a property purchased by the city a few years back with the intention of making a museum. Really? Yeah. Okay. I have not, I've, I've never heard anything about <laughs> and that. And I don't know, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that just stopped or they, they pulled out, but they just spent money on this property, and I think it was close to the school, maybe behind the school, but uh, I, yeah, I just wanted to Was it like a historic house, or do we it, know? It, it was an older house, I think, yeah. Well, I that mean, would be kind of cool if you could find some relics from Tibble or like, and, and do that. I think that was the intention. I just don't, I don't know what don't happened. Don't know, mate, I mean, right, I, I'm leaving, I'm leaving for work in the morning. It's, uh, you know, it's 7.58, and I'm late, and I'm running for work, and you catch me on my way out. What are you telling me as far as, uh, you know, why should I support you? Why should I, why should I go to the polling place and support Stuart Moore? You know, 
supporting me is, is supporting your community. I'm not in there to self-serve. Um, I've gotten more than I deserve in my life already, even at, at 41. Um, I'm only doing this because I feel like Temple is worth investing in. And you always invest your time and your and your um, and your abilities in things you feel are worth it. Uh, that's can be in individuals, that can be in places, that can be in old vehicles. You know, if you restore vehicles, you know that. If it's rusted out, you're not gonna put time into that. Mm. Um, Temple's worth investing in. Um, they've done so much for me already, and I, I hope that when my son gets through high school and he, my last son graduates, that. He goes off to college, does whatever he wants to do, and then hopefully I can then enter back into coaching. I'll be done with the city council because coaching is where my heart's at. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's 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 where it's at. It's it's you have a great foundation and and it's a great community, and I and I feel like we need more individuals that are going to do that. Stuart Morlett, one of two candidates for the Ward Four City Council seat uh, in the city of Temple. It was nice to meet you. Thanks for coming out. Great meeting you. Thank you, guys. Remember, early early voting continues this week and next week uh, on Noonan Road, the old WGTC campus. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. Thank you.